you doing this morning? Oh, wonderful. It is so, so exciting to have everyone in the house today. And for those who are joining us online, we are so delighted that you are here with us too. You have picked an excellent day to join us. Any Sunday is an excellent day, but today is an extra special excellent day because we have a special treat for you. Uh, someone who will be bringing our word, our very own lovely, wonderful, exceptional, just awesome first lady, <laughs> Kimberly Tibbs. <laughs> yes, we are so excited. We are, we're, we're excited that she said yes to God and just overjoyed that she said yes to Dr. Tibbs. <laughs> yes, so, and we cannot wait to see what God has deposited in her uh, today to share with us. I'm um, just thankful that, you know, this, our pastor and first lady are submitted vessels uh, to do what God has instructed them to do. And not only is she a blessing to uh, Dr. Tibbs and his family, but her saying yes, she's a blessing to us. And so we are just so excited and we appreciate you, uh, first lady. Uh, so uh, this is always a place where we strengthen the saved and love on the lost showing people how to live life through a love lens so that they can achieve a better walk in Christ. And that is what the world is hungering for, whether they realize it or not. Once you find it, you know, sometimes you're opening up a refrigerator and you just don't know what you want to eat. But once you taste Jesus and you taste his word and you see the, just the, the change that it brings in your life and the appetite that it satisfies and how it goes places where... Um, we don't even know it needs to go, but it's like medicine. Get it in, and it just knows where to go. That is that is just what um, we are what what he he gives us. It's a gift that he gives us. So we're excited about uh, what he's giving us today. And if you would just please join me as we take a moment to uh, go to God in prayer. Amen. Father, we just give you glory, honor, praise, all due to you. As the saints say, if we had a thousand tongues, we could not praise you enough. We couldn't thank you enough. So we thank you for dwelling with us. We thank you for never leaving us. We thank you that you have an intention for each and every one of us. And you teach us so much through your word. Your word is just amazing. It's strong enough to tear down mountains in our life, but it's still gentle enough to build us up where we need to be built up. And we thank you for that, Lord God. We thank you that your word flows freely today. And it targets each and every one of us. We allow it to come in, Father, and do the change that is necessary. Because it's our desire to partner with you. It's our desire to do what it is that we were called to do, even before the foundations of the earth. So, Father, we just declare that this time is protected. It's shielded, Lord God. And nothing comes against anything that you are doing. Everything that would try to even think about coming against what, the, what you're doing. Father, we command it to be evicted now out of this atmosphere. The boundaries are protected by the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, for the harvest that your seed will produce in each and every person that hears your word, whether here or abroad. There's nothing that stops your word. Nothing, Father, that gets in the way. And we thank you, Lord God, for your anointing and for your power upon First Lady. Lord God, as she submits herself to you, we give you honor. We give you praise. And we are excited, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. And so at this time, if you would please join me in standing as we welcome our first lady, Ms. Kimberly Tibbs. So happy to have Christ. Good morning. Good morning to our online audience. We're so glad that you are here, our online church family. Welcome to Kingdom Dominion Church. It is a privilege and an honor to bring you the word this morning. My goodness, my goodness, I do not count it as a light thing to be standing here um, to share the word with you. I've come with some good news this morning. Who could use some good news? I could use some good news. I've come with some really, really, really good news. I'm talking news that's better than uh, inheriting a ton of money. Amen. I'm talking about news that is better than finding that special someone to live the rest of your life with. And that's good news. Amen. To have found a spouse that you love or husband or wife uh, and be committed for life. That's real good news. But I got news better than that. All right, I got good, better news than I just got the job of the century. It's the, my, the job that I have dreamt about all my life has become my job. I got better news than that. And I could go on all day about this good news. And this news is about the blood of Christ. Come on now, I need y'all to talk back to me. I, I need some interaction. Because the word of the Lord says, let the redeemed of the Lord, what? Say something. Say something. If he has redeemed you from the hand of the enemy, I want you to say something. It's okay. All right? So we are going to go into study. I've got six reasons why the blood of Jesus is so powerful. Now you may say just six. Oh, surely there are more. But I only have 45 minutes. So I'm going to talk about the six. that, And we have to take Holy Communion. And all of these are going to lead up to that special moment that we do every first Sunday. So get your Bible out. Get your phones out if you have them. We're going to look at scripture on the, on, the, on the screen. And we are going to be encouraged yet again about the precious blood of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So we're going to dive right in. His agony gave us access. His agony online church gave us access. It gave us ac access to a lot of things. Now I could mention that in a sermon right now. We'd be here all day about the things that the blood of Christ has allowed us to enjoy. Because of what the Son of God went through on the cross. As we enter into this April month and we go into Palm Sunday and Resurrection Sunday. As the old pastor say, I just stopped by to tell you. I just stopped by to remind you of who you are and what is yours because of what he did on Calvary. Is that alright? 
Okay, because I need your permission yes. to, to share this with you, to encourage you. Because everybody in here said they want some good news, Chris. I want some good news. All right, because of what the Son of Man went through on the cross, every human being has been provided a way or access to the very presence of God. Now, I love people. God loves people. But the presence of God, Brother Will, is a whole nother level. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, I have access to the presence of the Lord. All right. So, one, the first one that we're going to talk about is my debt is paid once and for all. Now, let's keep it real. When I had a debt and it was paid in full, y'all know what I would do? I would rejoice. Pay, I would write with a big pen. Paid in full, but wait a minute, give the credit to whom it's due. Praise the Lord! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, and a big old happy face. I was a fourth grade teacher, gotta put the smiley face on there. And I would tuck that bill away out of my sight. I'm telling you, every time Pastor Tibbs and I, would, God would pay off a bill, provide the resources for a bill to be paid off, I did not just throw it in a drawer, but I said paid in full. All right, now let's make it bring it home. What about a house note being paid in full? A house paid in full, no mortgage. Come on, brother, I see some hands up in the air, waving them like you don't care. Because if I don't have to pay a mortgage every month, Oh, God is good. All right, let's bring it home to real life. A car is paid off. No more car payments. 500, 350, 375. Y'all hit anybody's number? It's paid in full. All I got to do is keep the oil changed and keep the maintenance up, mother. How about an IRS paid off? Okay, come on, somebody. Hospital bill paid in full. Hospital bill paid in full. Student loans. Come on. See, I need to bring it where it's real. Paid in full. Praise the Lord. Tuck it away in a file. I got one more. Credit cards. Woo, feel good. No more interest payments. Now, I told you I came with good news. My debt is paid once and for all. What Jesus did on the cross is better than any of that. But I want to bring it home how we rejoice over debts being paid in the worldly system, brother. But I'm talking about my debt has been paid in full once and for all. Now, I get a little excited. I'm going to try to calm down. But we're talking about Jesus. We ain't talking about just somebody, just anybody. We're talking about Jesus. Now, the scripture says, I got to stay within these marks right here for that camera. So I'm on, I ain't going to walk today, Brother Paul. But it says, so Christ was offered once. He was offered once, Lord, help me get through these six. Once to bear the sins of many, including me, start right here. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time. <laughs> Apart from sin for salvation. Now, just like under the old covenant, ladies and gentlemen, the Israelites watched and waited intently for the high priest to reappear after he had gone into the Holy of Holies. 
All right, now let's like now. Now we waiting on our high priest to appear. And if you're not looking for him in the crowd, clouds, we need to start doing that. Y'all know we in the last days online church. So if you don't look up in the sky every now and then, make it your purpose to start doing that. And talk to Jesus. Say, come Lord Jesus, come. Okay, because just as the Israelites waited uh, nervously for that high priest to come out of that holy of holies. Because see, if his sins weren't atoned for, he ain't coming out. He's atoning the sins for the people. It happened in Yom Kippur. The, uh, the atonement. Once a year, he went in and sprinkled blood. Okay? The covenant, Ark of the Covenant was in there showing that God had a relationship with his people. And they are hoping and praying that he comes out of there. Well, just like they did, making atonement for them. We don't have to do that anymore. Let me read something I found on it. Y'all on the internet. The room known as the Holy of Holies was the innermost and most sacred area of the ancient tabernacle of Moses. The temple of Jerusalem. Don't you like the way Jerusalem sounds? Jerusalem. You got to say it like that. Jerusalem. The Holy of Holies was constructed as a perfect cube. It contained only the Ark of the Covenant, the symbol of Israel's special relationship with God. The Holy of Holies was acceptable, accessible only to the Israelite high priest. Once a year on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the high priest was permitted to enter the small windowless enclosure to burn incense and sprinkle the blood of the sacrificial animal on the mercy seat of the ark. By doing so, the high priest atoned for his own sins and those of the people. The Holy of Holies was separated from the rest of the tabernacle temple by the veil. The veil was a huge heavy drape made of fine linen and blues and purples and scarlets of yarn and embroidered with golden cherubims. Now why was that thick curtain drape there? Because God is holy and he had to separate. Let me read on. I'm going to put this paper away because we got five more good news to go through. God said that he would appear in the Holy of Holies, Leviticus 16.3, for those who need a scripture. Hence the need for the veil. There existed a barrier between man and God. Come on now. The holiness of God could not be accessed by anyone but the high priest. And then only once a year. Our God is holy. We must remember that God is holy. He and sin don't mix. He's a holy God. I'm so glad he's holy. Because he has made me holy. God's eyes are too pure to look at evil. You need a scripture? Habakkuk 1.13. And he can tolerate no sin. The veil and the elaborate ritual undertaking by the priests were a reminder that man could not carelessly or irreverently enter God's awesome presence. This is our daddy. I call him Abba Father. I call him Papa. This mighty God. It's very intimate to me. It's personal. Amen. Amen. Let me read on. God's also before the high priest entered the Holy of Holies on the day of atonement, he had to wash himself, put on special clothing, bring burning incense to let the smoke cover his eyes over a direct view of God and bring sacrifice 
sacrificial blood with him to make atonement for the sins. But Jesus, we don't have to do that no more, church. I hear you hear me? We don't have to do that no more. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. Let's put this aside. We're done with that. Do you get a picture of that? Our beloved Savior is now our high priest. Okay, he enters the heavenly sanctuary as our advocate. I don't need another advocate if I got him. He'll cause everything else to line up. Okay, wait with deep and focused hope for the reappearing to bring a complete salvation by taking us to be with him in heavenly places. Now, back to the point. My debt is paid once and for all. It will not come back out of the drawer and haunt me. It's paid once and for all. Now, we can stop right there. We can take up the Lord's tithe and your offering. We can go into the holy time of taking communion and go home. But there is yet another good news. Number two. I am no longer a stranger to the covenant of promise. Amen. My Lord, my Lord, church, there are 8,810 promises. If you don't have the book on Amazon, go get it. It might be two to five dollars. Go get it. It's full of the promises of God. Look at that church online church. Now, I am, because of the blood and the power of Jesus, because he stayed on the cross and was full of my sins and yours, I have access to the covenant of promise. I am no longer a stranger to it. Let's go to our scripture, Ephesians 2, 12, and 13. Oh, thank you, Shay. Remember. Remember. Sometimes the world wants us to forget about God. The world wants us to forget about Jesus online church. He wants us to put him on. They want the world. The enemy wants to put him on the back burner. And culture and the way new way of thinking is prominent. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He is all powerful. He will always be. His word will stand the test of time. I don't care if we live in on, 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 on Saturn. I don't care if they make technology so advanced, we think it and we're there. Y'all remember the Jetsons when they put the little cube in the microwave and a full dinner came out? Hey, hey, it can get to that, brother. I don't care. This word, this word will stand all of that because it's foundational, it's righteous, it's just, it's perfect, and it's pure. And it must be what we stand on, church. It must be what we teach our children. I cannot tell you how many mothers and grandmothers have come to Pastor Tibbs and I privately said, what has happened to my child? I sent them to school and they come back compromised. They don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what their sexual, sexual organs are purposed for. That is why we do different curriculum back there. Yes. And if you want to be a part of that children's church where it is driven into them, yes. that this word is foundational, it's true, it's powerful, and it will not change and it will not be moved. God, he, you know, he placed his own name above his word. His word is there to stand, and our babies need to know that. So when the enemy comes against them like a flood... They can resist him and say, no, that is not what I was taught. 
Now let me lead you to the one that can set you free. God's counting on us. We don't know when Jesus is coming back. We long for him. I do. I haven't had all my my children have not given me all of my grandbabies I'm gonna have. Amen. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Running around ninety ninety, and I'm gonna tell them about Jesus. But if the Lord were to come back, I would welcome Him, and I know they would too. I would be so excited about that. So I am no longer a stranger to the covenant of promise. Let's read this. Paul says, "Remember, he's talking to us. He's talking to me. Remember, Kimberly." That at that time you were without Christ. I remember that. How about you? Do you remember when you were out without Christ? It was a hot mess. I was alien from the commonwealth of Israel. Didn't have a clue. Yet God kept me. He kept me, y'all. He kept me. Did he keep you? Did he keep you? Give him some glory. He kept you. A lot of people are unkept. Graveyards are full of them. We were on the wake up list this morning. Glory be to God. I was an alien of the commonwealth of Israel and a stranger from the covenant of promise. I had no idea what was in here for me because I was lost. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to read on. Having no hope without God in the world. But, that conjunction but. But now in Christ Jesus, you, me, Kimberly, who once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. The title of this sermon is the blood of Christ, the power. Six points of good news about his blood. So the first one is my debt is paid in full and it will not return upon me. The second one is I am no longer a stranger to the covenant of promise. There are 8,810 of them and counting. I am without excuse. His promises are yes and amen. I love the song by Fred Hammond, one of my favorite artists, because he would, he sings the word. He is the promise keeper. He is the promise keeper. Not one word that God has spoken will ever fail. I can count on, I can count on every promise in this book. Let me go in a little bit deeper here, then I'm going to move on to the third good news. This book is full of goodness, grace, and gifts. If you do not have it, it's in the Word, but they, you know, they, they combine them. And if you say, well, I'm, I'm not well, my body is not lining up with the Word of the Lord that says it can be whole. Then I need to find the scriptures, and I pray these scriptures over my physical body. You know, I back the enemy up that wants to tell me to believe the report of the doctor. And thank God for doctors. I pray for more of them to get saved. Hallelujah. All right, we who were born dead. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Now there's your scripture, but I'm gonna break it down. We who were born dead in trespasses and sins and at enmity with God, and instructed, we are instructed to remember. That at one time we were separated from God of Israel, but now have been united with Christ and brought into fellowship with God the Father. We are to remember that we were once excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. 
All right? But now we have become inheritors of the kingdom yes. and joint heirs with Christ. We are to remember that we were once strangers to the covenant of promise, but now through Christ, the, his blood shed on Calvary, we are the recipients of all of God's promises that are yes and amen in Christ's name. And we are to remember one more that we uh, that before salvation we had no hope there are people that don't know the lord are walking around like they got a whole bunch of bottle of hope or gallons of hope no without him there is no hope he is the hope of glory is that one of mighty god lion of judah king of kings light of the world okay at the hope in the future and are without God in the world. But now we have a blessed hope in Christ and have become children of God who have the right to call him Abba Father. You see, he's, that's a game changer. When we give our lives to the Lord, we can call him Abba Father. The one who created everything. Not just what I can see here in Villa Rica, not just what you can see at home, but everything, universes, galaxies, stars. I mean, I look, I go to the beach and I hold up a grain of sand in my hand or a handful and I can't even count them. He told the ocean, you will go this far and no more. Otherwise, we all be swimming. Or drowning. Oh, we serve a mighty God, and, and I want to exalt him to you. I want you to remember to exalt him. Shake off the complacency of the world. Shake it off. Look, encourage yourself. Get into the scriptures. Go back. Show me yourself, Lord, again. Forgive me for getting complacent. Forgive me for being dull about you. You're not a dull God. We win. We don't lose. We are winning even now. I don't care what it looks like, sounds like, acts like, walks like. We win. Now, I want to pray a prayer right here in the midst. So if you are okay with that, bow your heads. Heavenly Father, and those who are at home watching, bow your heads please. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would keep us in remembrance, Lord God. All the gifts all the graces that have become ours because of your goodness and your grace through faith in, Lord, in the Lord Jesus Christ who is that seed of the woman who crushed the head of the serpent on Calvary's cross. Thank you that we are no longer separated from you by sin but we have been positioned in Christ. Hallelujah! I have been positioned in Christ and clothed in his righteousness. That's the next thing we're going to talk about. You call me righteous. You change my name. Hallelujah. Thank you that you, although we were excluded from being part of you, a chosen nation, you have by faith been brought, we have been by faith brought near to God and receive a heavenly inheritance. I don't have to wonder where I'm going. I'm going to be forever in your presence. All of us are. Thank you, Father. Thank you that, you are, that we are no longer strangers to the new covenant of promise. That was given to Israel and cut at Calvary. And thank you that Jesus is our blessed hope, gracious God, and eternal Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen. We understand that God will chastise whom he loves. I get that. I didn't used to get that. Why are you picking on me, Lord? I'm sitting over here minding my own black business.
and you spanking and, and, and chastising and rebuking. But I know without a doubt that God loves some Kimberly Tibbs. And I know without a doubt he loves you. And so with that love, I love my children. They got their butt spanked in y'all, Shay and Beige. Because I love you. I love you now. I love you. It's a game changer, y'all. All right, now. With those two good things, my debt was paid in full and it shall not return. I now have access to the, prom the, to the, to the covenant of the promise. Uh, that's good enough to take up your tithe, God's tithe, your offering, take Holy Communion and head on out. But yet there is another. We have been justified. Just as though we had never sinned. Okay, hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me. Okay, wait a minute. So that justified means made me righteous. He made me righteous. Now, I, I'm going to reference Fred Hammond because I love him. He said, my name used to be no good. Used to be liar. Okay, uh, I can stand here boldly and say probably my name was no good because I'm free in God. See, that was the old Kimberly. That ain't the new Kimberly. So I'm not, uh, I don't take anything away from my worth and value to say I was lost and I did things that were not pleasing to God. But see, I just stopped by to tell you we have been justified and I've been made righteous. So those who have an issue with that got to work that out for themselves. All right? He called me righteous. He changed my name. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay? He, okay, let me read that. Being justified is the scripture up there. That is. I love the word because it'll explain it all. I ain't got to say nothing but give a little side note. <laughs> Romans 3, 24, 25. He has, I have been just, y'all, he calls me righteous. He changed my name. Yes. <laughs> give me just a minute. Hold my mule. Hold my mule online, church. Hold my mule. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is Christ Jesus. Okay? Whom God set forth as a propitiation or to make us. By his blood. There it is again. By his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance. God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. Yes, Jesus is right. Hallelujah. Some of y'all getting it in here. I don't know about online. I don't know what the chat is saying. But some of y'all are getting it in here. Come on. Now let's bring the explanation. To be, to be justified means to be righteous before God. See, remember Abraham was made righteous because he walked in faith. So when I gave my life to the Lord, the moment that I did it, I had to walk in faith to do it. I had to believe all the things I needed to be to become saved and be called a child of God. And the moment that I did it, righteous. Righteousness, church. Now, folks may call you out your name. That's all right. They don't understand. But as far as God is concerned, 
I'm righteous. I love what Fran Hammond says in the song. He says, he baptized me. He purified me. He sanctified me. He justified me. He changed my name. Now that's good news. Because I've been called everything but a child of God. You probably have too. That don't matter. What does the king say? What does the God of the universe say? He calls me righteous. He changed my name. It says in my notes, in God's perspective, when a person accepts Christ's atoning, his atoning, which means, sounds like a fancy word, it means he covered my sins. Just like that priest had to go in that box and cover the sins of Israel. Christ did that. Uh, he covered my sins, sacrificed for himself or herself in the moment it is as if the individual never sinned. And this is for somebody who people like to throw in, throw up what you did. Or, or what you didn't do. As it relates to them. Well, you know, you throw it up, but the Lord don't remember it. And he has great authority than you got. And that devil that tries to remind me, try to take me back in my past, when I was mean and a trip, and I was, I had a bad mouth, I did. I had two of them. Because we know who we are, because this word tells me, if you don't know who you are, get in the word, it'll tell you. Go to Ephesians, read it, read it over and over and over and over till you get it in your belly gut who you are. And then it'll roll off those words, those names, those accusations, that slandering, that backbiting, that judgment, criticism. Online church will roll off your back like water on the back of a gut. I'm just telling you the secrets. It's not in therapy. This all therapy you need right here. Because it'll tell you how to get them spirits out and off and gone. Okay. So he chose me. He changed my nature. Whose nature has been changed in here? I'm not the same. I guess that's one of my evidence that I'm saved. Because stuff I used to do bothered me. Well, if I did it, it would bother me. I have a conscience. Wait, now you know you ain't say that, right? Now you know. Now the Holy Spirit get right there and get right there. He's the teacher now. Right? And he'll teach you and he'll comfort you. Okay, because you're righteous. You've been bought with the price. Your sins are forgiven. But he's going to teach you because he loves you. Amen? Amen? So now my name is royal. Yes. Your name's royal too if you're born yes. again. Amen. I never thought my name would be royal. Yes. I'm not talking about the meaning of the name. I'm saying my name. Yes. Uh, Kimberly Regina Tibbs is a royal name. Yes. And so is yours. You ought to say that to yourself sometime. Mm -hmm. Enemy don't like that. He wants us to think we just, you know, peasants. But that's not true. All right, now that was some good news. Hold on, now that was, I've been made righteous. We have been justified just as though I had never sinned. What good news the world needs to hear with that. You are the ambassadors of Christ. You are the light, only light in the world there is, is me and you and the body of Christ. 
and he's depending on you. You don't have to walk around toting the Bible, church, online church. You just got to let him, his light shine through you and live it. And don't stop growing. Don't stop learning. Keep learning. Keep growing. Keep developing. We never arrive, church. We have to keep going. Lord, teach me your ways that I might not sin against you. Go into the crevices of my heart. I give you permission. Now, you got to know who you are to say that. But you're going on in them crevices we don't want to talk about where the spider webs have set up camp. And the little rats run around down in there. I give you permission to open that door and clean it out for me. Come on now. Thank you, Lord. Number four. Now, number one through three was good. That was great. We can take up the Lord's tithe because it belongs to him. Okay? Your offering is what you present to him. Take Holy Communion. We can go home. It's been good. I, I'm enjoying myself. But number four, still in the same vein of the blood, we are free. We are free. Yes, it's simple, but it's profound. You know, a lot of people aren't free. The scripture says, thank you, my darling daughter. She's doing wonderful up there. Stand fast. Stand fast, therefore, in the freedom, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now, the youth are going to do a little a skit for Easter. And some of you may not know, we have done full-blown plays at this church, I think eight, with intermissions and everything. Full-blown full productions on this narrow stage. It's only God. And they're doing a sketch Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday for you, and I'm working with them on that. And one of the props is this. And I said, I'm going to use this. Yes. Where the Holy Spirit said, pull that on out. Yes. Pull that on out now. Give them a visual. Can y'all see this online church? Can you imagine wearing this all day, every day? Not being free? Trying to do the things that you do with this and your wrist and the other one? Even though this is plastic and not real? Being free is huge yes, it is. huge because there's so many people that are not free now what do you mean by being free well look at the scripture look at the scripture stand fast therefore in the freedom by which Christ has made us free and, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage when I looked up that yoke y'all know a yoke is fitted on the neck of an oxen for the purpose of uh, binding uh, to them and the, the traces of traces by which they might draw a plow. Yes. I don't want a yoke of bondage on me. I don't have to walk around like I have one because the blood of Jesus set me free from that. So I don't walk like I'm in bondage. I don't talk like I'm in bondage. I don't act like it. And when the enemy tries to put that on me, I know the secrets to back his behind up. I have been set free from this. His yoke, he says, take on my yoke, right? Isn't that in the word? Because it's easy and my burden is light. Now listen, and, and, and taking on a yoke means to submit. It means to submit. And all of us are submitted to something or somebody. Come on now. Who do you want to be submitted to? 
Who are you submitted to? Are you submitted to things, material things, success, your looks, uh, what you bring to the table? Or are you submitted to Jesus, the one who shed his blood for you? Could have called down a bunch of angels and said, we ain't doing this, but he didn't do that. For me and for you. So I serve him with obedience as best I can. I have not arrived and I am not standing up here and telling you I have. I fall short, but I'm quick to repent. See, the enemy doesn't want you to repent. You just did that last week. And I might do it again this week. Until I get the victory over that. But I know I need to get right with my father and my savior quickly. Oh, say you act like I don't know who I am. You act like I don't know who I am. So you want to put that yoke of bondage on me that I'm a, I'm a no good, that I'm not righteous, that my debt has not been paid in full, that I don't have promises that are signed to me. Oh, no. And if you didn't know, now you know. Today, I'm talking to y'all and the online order. If you didn't know, you know. Okay? So we are free. Now, let's get the explanation, and then we're going to move on. We're doing good here. Oh, I think that's all I have. All right, that was real good to be free. If you know people who are in bondage, they would jump up and down to be free. Are you kidding me? There are people still enslaved in countries on the world. If you told them they no longer had to serve under bondage, they would smile. They would jump up and down. They wouldn't have a bad day. Well, y'all, we walk in perpetual freedom. What's wrong with us? We've forgotten. we got to remember. That's all. And I'm saying we as in everybody. You say we, you ain't going to include me. All right. Now, let's move on to number five. That was good. I am free. Could leave right now, but we don't, but yet wait. Five. I have, how am I doing on time? Okay, I'm going to move, but I love this one. I have the power to overcome the enemy. But I've been telling you that all the way through. Now, y'all know this scripture. Revelation 12 and 11. What does it say right there? Go on and read it for me because Miss Kim tired. <laughs> Very good. And they overcame him. Who him? Who him? The devil, the enemy, the, 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 anyone that is opposed to God, the Antichrist, all that, anti-God. Okay, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, what has Pastor been teaching us about? Those who are going over in the training. Your story is very important. We don't lead with our personality. Who cares? We all got one. It is your story that is impactful, that defeats the enemy. And the love, and they love not their lives unto death. Christ's death and resurrection are the greatest defeats of Satan. Remember. What he did on Calvary was the greatest defeat of our number one enemy where sin likes to originate from and guarantee ultimate victory to those who are faithful to God. I'm guaranteed victory. Stamped, sealed, and delivered. By determining to speak for Christ, that's your story. And by, that is your testimony, is absolutely right. And by showing a willingness to serve him at any cost. Only what I do for Christ will last. Everything else will fade. It'll fade. It won't stand the fire. But what I do for Christ, I will take to glory, 
probably get a crown, I don't know. But the first thing I'm going to do is put the crown to his feet. Because I couldn't do anything without him. By showing a willingness to serve him at any cost, Christians disarm the devil from being able to rob them of faith. See, when you when you row in your boat, I ain't got time to worry about well, why you ain't rowing. No, I'm busy rowing. I'm, 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 I'm busy. I'm not busy, but I'm serving. I'm pressing for the mark of the call of high calling in Christ Jesus. I'm pressing. I'm moving forward. We row together. We get victory. Even during the most difficult times of persecution and tribulation. Now, I want to step aside. I like this from this Bible I read, and I want to share it with you. When we talk about, let me read that again so it's clear. Christians disarm the devil from being able to rob them of faith. Even during the most difficult times of persecution and tribulation. Now let's talk about that for just a minute. Romans 8 and 37. Shay, you don't have to try to put it up. In all things, y'all know this, come on. In all things we are more than conquerors. See, that's why you got, huh, it's in that, it's in that promise book. Oh, daughter Kimberly, in all things, you're more than conquerors. See, I make it personal. Not, I love us and we and them and they, but when it comes to my walk with him, to be able to stand, I got to make it personal. So Kimberly, do you know that you are more than a conqueror? Do you know that? It is through, listen, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him. Now, in all of these things, not in spite of them, in them. So when tribulations and trials come your way, just know you're more than a conqueror. It is through them that you will get the victory and your relationship with him is developed. I don't care what we're waiting on. You know, it's not in spite of the trials and tribulations. Okay, I'm victorious over here, but my trials and tribulations are over there. No, it is through them that I stand strong. It is through them that I learn how to develop a walk with God. A saint doesn't know the joy of the Lord in spite of tribulation, but because of it. Because of it, you learn. You learn that he is faithful. He is just and he is true. I don't care what they say. He will never leave me nor forsake me. The underlining foundation of the Christian faith is the undeserved, limitless miracle of the love of God that was exhibited on the cross of Calvary for me and you, yes, in 2022. A love that is not earned and never can be. It is a submission to what this word said about Christ that I get the victory. I can't earn it. I can't uh, do enough good deeds. I can't earn enough money. I have to submit my heart. And I did that a long time ago. Now it has been up and down in that trials and tribulations have come. But I'm still standing. Don't you see me? Look around. You're still here. You're not overtaken. You are the testimony. You are the witness of the goodness of God. Are you hearing me, church? Is this helping anybody? Because if it reaches one, it was worth ministry. Now, as we move to the last one, number six, I want you, the ministers to prepare the emblems. The sixth one, and there are many. I just picked these six. 
I can participate in the sweet communion. Brother Calvin, if you join us up here, please. I can participate in the sweet communion of remembrance of his sacrifice. Kingdom Dominion has made it a staple thing that we will remember the Lord's Supper and partake in it the first Sunday of every month. Please don't let it be something that we do out of rote. I, I, that's, that's one of the reasons why pastor didn't do it often. If you've been to Kingdom Dominion long enough, he said, I'm not doing it often because I don't want folks to get used to it. Along with sowing your tithes and your offerings too. That's another thing. It's all a heart condition. It is a form of worship. Now, I can participate in the sweet, sweet communion of remembrance of his sacrifice. Our scripture today is Luke 22, 20. All right, and now, before you serve the people, I want to pray. But let's read this scripture. Likewise, he also took the cup, and I'm going to read it again when we take Holy Communion. He also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, the power of the blood of Jesus, which is shed for you. Explanation for that scripture. The new covenant in my blood, Jesus spoke, our Savior, our teacher, our rabbi, our Lord, spoke and said. He announced an inauguration. What is that? The beginning, the official start of something. Of the new covenant, the new life agreement, based on his sacrificial death for our sins. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me hope and a future using me in any way it is a privilege and an honor to serve the Lord. I'm not doing anybody any favors by serving in his house. And there are those of you he's been telling you to serve him. Not me, not pastor. The church, the body of Christ benefits from your gifts. He gave them to you. You owe them to him. Some of you are sitting on them. Some of you at home are sitting on your gifts. Don't do him like that old school mama thing. Don't do them like that. He'll show you. Scriptures teach us that the new covenant could only become valid by the death of Jesus. Nothing else will do. So we're going to partake of communion. But I want every head bow, every eye closed. If you would do that for me, it would be awesome. And I'm going to pray because I don't want anyone to take of this holy, sweet communion unworthily. So, every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you, an online family, if you do not know Jesus in the part of your sins, this Jesus that I have been talking about, this Jesus that I have been raving about, this Jesus that I lose all my sense of control sometimes about, loves you. He always loved you. And he always will love you. And if you want to know that kind of love that doesn't judge, that won't walk away from you, that will stand and help you and gird you up, and you don't know him like that, just slip your hand up. 
slip your hand up. Don't think about it. Don't question it. Just slip your hand up if that is you. I don't know Jesus and the pardon of my sins, and I want to. And those who are online, if that's you, say, that's me, in your homes, in your bedrooms, in your living rooms, at your kitchen table, in your car. Okay? If those who say, I do know him, but I have not been living like I should, I need to rededicate myself to the Lord. I need to remember the goodness of the Lord. I want to do better. I can do better. And I'm compelled in my heart to do better. If you would raise your hands. It's not for me to see. It's the Lord that is looking. Online, if that is you, say, I know I can do better. I can do, uh, I, it's not for men. It's for the Lord. Okay. Hallelujah. Let's pray the prayer. If you would repeat after me, Heavenly Father, and pray it strong, Heavenly Father, I come to you from the depths of my heart. I recognize that I have sinned. I repent of my sins. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and my Savior. I receive the Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. So praise the Lord. All of heaven is rejoicing. I don't need to know who it is. God knows who it is. All right. So now we're going. Those who are at home, uh, find some juice. Find a piece of white bread. doesn't matter. Go to the refrigerator, get you a piece of bread and some juice or water and partake in Holy Communion with us. The sweet communion of the Lord. You already serve the people or minister to the people. Uh, partake of communion today. Now we can serve communion from a, a good starting point. If you know you have done wrong with someone, to someone, take a few moments and repent. If you have said things that you shouldn't have, been, shouldn't have said or thought things, I'm going to cover myself standing right up here in front of this camera and you before I to partake of the Holy Communion. Because of all that we have shared today, this is a special time. It is a holy time. Oh my gosh. No longer does a priest have to go into the Holy of Holies for you and I. We can go boldly to the throne of grace and receive grace and mercy. It floods from his throne. I come humbly before you, Lord God, the creator of all things. I lay my life before you. You know, I came to the point where I know God um, knitted me in my mother's womb and I cannot fool him. So I stopped trying. It was getting exhausting trying to act like God don't know what I'm thinking and what I want to do and whether it lines up or not. So I tell him, I know you know me. I am only fooling myself and I don't want to walk in deception. Right? Because the truth sets you free. The truth that you know sets you free. Thank you, daughter. 
And so I'm transparent before you because you freed me. I'm no longer in chains. I'm free. I'm free to make mistakes. I'm free to get it right. I'm free to love you, Lord. I'm free to love other people. I'm free to walk in forgiveness to let people go. Please let people go. Take the key and unlatch it for them. And just say, I send you, I set you free from the prison of my heart. And I, I only have the authority to do that. And I let you out. And open the door and tell them to go. And you're immediately removed from the torturers. Immediately. And some people walk in unforgiveness and don't even know it until that button is pushed. So, let me read the scriptures. Oh, I'm doing okay, I think. Uh, okay, so, um, in Luke, listen to the babies. I love it. And when the hour came, I'm in Luke 22, 14, he reclined, Jesus is reclining. That's wonderful because he was all about his daddy's business, healing people, dealing with demons. So it's kind of refreshing to see that he's reclined. He was reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Verse 17, and he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Get your cups, if you have them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I wasn't going to, I said I wasn't going until filled in the kingdom of God and he took the cup and when he had given thanks he said take this and divide it among yourselves for I tell you that from now on uh, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine thank you until the kingdom of God comes so let's take of the fruit And when he had given thanks, he broke it and he gave it to them because he loved them. He gave it to them. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, the cup after they had eaten saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant, which is what I talked about, in my blood. Let's partake together. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo. I don't know y'all, but because of him I can stand. I have hope, I have a future. 
Whatever life may bring my way, I'm good. I'm good. All right, as we prepare, we're going to do several things since I'm almost out of time. <laughs> uh, we need to pray. I take your communion, brother. That's good. Amen. Good. Good. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris, would you go and bring the offering? Staying in the spirit of reverence, worship to the Lord, and help. Let's sing this song together as we get ready to worship. Give God his tithe and our offerings. Yes, Miss Steve, I hear you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your master plan. Oh, and for our children yet to come, we thank you that they are covered in your blood in Jesus' name. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for provision. Thank you for healing our bodies. Thank you for healing our minds, that we're in our right minds, Lord God. Thank you for our homes. Thank you for our cars. Thank you for our jobs where you provide provision. Thank you for favor with man and with you. I could go on all day long. Thank you for Dr. Tibbs as he ministers in Chattanooga today and blesses that church with the word from you. Thank you for Kingdom Dominion. Thank you for every partner that has said yes. Hallelujah. We thank you. Thank you for our children. Thank you for our mothers, our fathers, our grandchildren, our aunts, our uncles, our nieces. Thank you for family. It's all your idea and it is good. And we go remembering, Lord, you are good and we love you. And it's in Jesus' name that we humbly pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Give God praise. He is due his name. He is worthy of all praise. Now, we will minister to the, uh, the, the body. If you are willing to give and want to give your tithes and your offerings, please uh, feel free to do that. Uh, the, the, the buckets are here or the baskets are here or the boxes here. Feel free to get up and tithe and give your offering. If you give online, God bless you. You give on the app, God bless you as you give. 
I told the church last week I had to get a revelation on the tithes and the offerings. I was ignorant. I just didn't know. But now that I know, I cannot wait to give. Kingdom Dominion is a giving church. And may your giving come back to you a hundredfold. A hundredfold return. Because you have been obedient to the Lord. We do not rob God. He's, that's the only thing where he says, test me and prove me in this. And I'm telling you, I'm a test, I, I can testify. We have never gone without. And we have not done everything right in our personal finances. You know, getting before God and, and, and deciding to do things and then asking God to bless it. I know I'm the only one to ever do that. But God is faithful, isn't he? All right, we don't want to rush this time because it is a form of worship. If you bring your tithes, God's tithes, and your offerings, I had to understand that it belongs to him. He gives me 90, the other 90%, I can do what I want to with. But that 10% sure does God that 90, I'm going to tell you. I tell you, it really, really does. God bless you in your faithfulness in giving. What? God so for God so loved the world that he gave. We model ourselves after him and his son. Jesus was constantly giving. And we want to do that as well. But God bless you as you give. May it return to you a hundredfold. In the name of Jesus. Not 40, not a hundredfold return unto you. Thank you. The Lord, let, uh, please stretch your hands out. Those who are at home, you know, hold your phones up. It's a point of contact. You gave or online. So Lord, we sanctify this tithe and this offering. Thank you, sir. You are the one that provided. We can't even walk two steps out of our bed unless you deem it so. So we recognize we are nothing without you, but with you we are great and mighty. You said that. Our name is royal. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for jobs. Thank you for income. And Lord, I speak over this body witty ideas. I speak favor over them in the, in the marketplace. That they get great favor with men as they work. Lord God, that you open doors for them that no man can close. That the great idea or the answer or the solution to the problem that the organization they work for might be facing. You download the answer. And that we are faithful and just to give you your portion that belongs to you because you give so much to us. And those who are seeking employment, thank you, Lord, for providing employment for them. Make it better than they could ever imagine. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Benefits, everything that they need. You are the great provider. You are the many-breasted one. You never run out. Father, we have enjoyed being with you today. The communion with you has been sweet. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Can't imagine worshiping without you. <laughs> now bless us as we go on our way. We love you. We praise you. And we honor you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Y'all can take that. All right. I have a few announcements. And I
I'm ready to go rock and roll. Um, we've got a lot of good things happening. The youth are going bowling today uh, after they work with me in drama. <laughs> But they're going bowling today um, at the uh, Thunderzone Bowling in Douglasville. It is B-Y-O-M, which means an acronym for bring, y'all already know, bring your own money. Parents, drop off and pick up on time, please. Today, after the leadership training over there, um, uh, please, please go to the leadership training. I won't be conducting that, but Brother Hodges will, and it will be a blessing for you. The Glow Women's Ministry outing, we just want a fellowship. If you don't attend the Bible studies, that's okay. You're still a glow woman. And if you don't know what that acronym means, it means godly lives offered willingly. Godly lives offered willingly. And we would love to fellowship with you. Guess where we're going? Sea Breeze. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Grouper. Oh, I'm sorry. Online audience, we love you. God bless you. God keep you. I forgot about y'all. We're going to clap you out. But they may want to go to Sea Breeze. I don't know. Anywho, we're going to go on the 9th of this month.